0: Hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcaster here with the Sound of Modesty. We're gonna ask them some questions today about the new single, Warm Floors, Cold Bodies. I'm gonna start so how do you feel about the reception of that single so far?
1: I'm quite happy with it to be honest, because every time like every time I'm releasing music now it's like I'm always changing the style, so I'm always a bit a bit nervous, like if all my fans are just gonna like say, Nah, this is this is not good but I'm I'm glad people are sticking around, honestly and I'm glad people like it. So I'm quite happy with it. Yeah. 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 It slaps. So good job. Yeah. <laughs> so what does the name mean? And is there any meaning behind the cover art? Um. So the name Warm Floors Cold Bodies came from when I went to a friend's house because they've just, it recently renovated their house. So it's like, everything's brand new. Everything's shiny. You know, like that new house smell. It's mm-hmm. great. And um I was in her kitchen for like maybe an hour, and then I realized, wait, my feet are warm, and it was because she had, she had he- heating under the flooring, which is mind blowing for some reason. And yeah, that's kind of cool. I so, so came up with this metaphor in my head of, what if we're all just old bodies, like empty people, just like looking for a warm floor or like some sort of external reason for warmth and I don't know, it's like, I I, I make these really... I, I go way too deep with my metaphors, but... Yeah, that's that's where the name came from. And um, as for the album art, um, it's part of um, a concept album that I'm going to be releasing at the end of the year. So I took um, loads of amazing pictures at um, an, aqu- an aquarium with a good friend of mine, and Diana Patient, she's a great photographer. And the whole sort of shoot was themed around like the whole album is basically about like um familial trauma and like how you can have cognitive dissonance with both loving and hating your family at the same time Mm. um so the picture for the um album art is based around the idea of like his blood thicker than water and just the idea of how strong his family and how how what am I trying to say? You know what I mean, right? Like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it's like, how strong does your family need to be to be able to stand like, a shit ton of crazy stuff? But yeah, that's. And then the album art for Warm Floors is one of the th- photos that we took to shoot the yeah. cute penguin. <laughs> wow! Oh my god! Yeah, I'm so cute. excited for that. Yeah.
0: Um. So can you tell me a little bit, about, a little bit about your writing process for this song?
1: Um, yeah, sure. So most of my songs nowadays are like curated over like many, 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 many months of me just struggling to ideas in. But when I was writing this song in particular, I was going through a really, really bad writing block. I feel like I say that every time. I probably said that last time as well. But um, yeah, so I was going through a really bad writing block. And I just had this one metaphor idea from being at my friend's house and having warm floors. So I was like... I know what I want to say, but like, I don't know how I'm going to articulate it. So it was mostly just a lot of me writing something, looking at oh. it, thinking, "Oh, that's that, that's cool," and then, like, waking up the next morning, like, "Oh, it's shit," and just deleting everything and just oh. <laughs> ah, yeah, oh, starting over again for like, a good, maybe like six months before I came came up with something and I was like, okay, I like this. I'm gonna not touch it anymore and see see if I if I wait a bit longer, if I just hate it or if, if someone actually likes it. Yeah. And then wow. so that was like the me just singing with a guitar. That was that version of the song. And um and then it sort of became like this really intense like J-rock um like really prog style song when I met my Now, one of my good friends, who produces. um, His name's Ryan, and he and I both like were obsessed with anime. So, like, like anime, like anime intro songs, like all that stuff is that's our jam. So, when I met him, um, he he heard the song. He was like, "Bro, this could totally be like an anime intro." So then we got into a room and we just went at it. Just like he just added guitar part after guitar part and I was like playing my bits and singing and we ended up with this song really and then the next few months when lockdown started we just um, getting different people on the project so we got um, a bassist his name is Kohei um, and he's from Japan and like we just we played the track to him and then he just came up with this crazy bass part of the spot he's he's on the same basis and mm-hmm. yeah and um then we got a good friend of brian's who plays drums like insanely well it's 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 mad and he's like oh we ha- I have i have this drum pot hey do you want to like spice it up and then he just forced it to like 12 i was like oh my god i can't stop listening to this drum pot um sorry, i'm sorry i oh, no, you're um, okay yeah <laughs> um yeah so then Basically, the whole song came together during lockdown when every everyone who was involved in the song was like in a different part of the world, which is insane. So I'm here in London. My friend was in Hong Kong. Drummer was in Hong Kong. Bassist is in Japan. It's, it's like it's mad, but I think I think the way it came about was really cool, and that's basically how the song came to be. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow! Oh sure. my god, that's so cool. Yeah you actually have a song in a different language. What was that process like making that part? Oh, yeah. So um, Shoko, which um, is Japanese. I'm probably butchering the name. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I don't speak Japanese. I'm just a huge Um Yeah, it's Japanese for longing. And the way that happened was, I, like, we had the finished demo of the English version. And then I had this really crazy idea. So I was telling Ryan, like, do you know what would be cool we did a japanese version and he he like this over text people, so he's like aha very funny you know um also sarcastic and that and then and then he he, he took like a minute break and then he was like but you're being serious aren't you <laughs> i was like because <laughs> like once i get like these crazy ideas like i can't let them go until i at least like try them out you know so mm. um i was like you know let's let's hit up my friend boy and um get him to, like, have a look at the lyrics and maybe translate them, because I'm few friends who speak Japanese, so... That was interesting. So they translated it. So it's not like a direct translation, but it's like... There's a lot... because a lot of the lyrics in English are quite... metaphorical, so... A lot of the lyrics had to be changed to something quite different, so... In itself, it's like its own song, if you do speak Japanese, you understand, but... Um, essentially, it is the Japanese version, hmm. music-wise. And okay. then, what's say with Sega? No. This, this heat man, this is making me forget everything. <laughs> it's not good. It's going like, to be like a massive heat wave, so. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and, hence, hence the sweaty face, but... Yeah. Bro, stay um, hydrated. <laughs> yes, very cool. Yeah. Um, so... Okay, they translated the lyrics, and then I spent the next maybe month putting off learning the lyrics because it's like, oh, I don't, I don't want to mess this up. I don't want, I don't want to be like one of those, those people, you know, like if you just like watch your version I don't want to do that because like the whole reason to do a song version in Japanese was to like pay om- homage, to like J-Rock genre, like have a nod to that. So I was like. Uh, it's like cringing in my head like for like this month straight like listening to myself like learn the lyrics over and it's like oh, I, That doesn't sound good at all. And then Finally I managed to like up the cards. So like, okay, you know what? If This is if this is shit. We just won't release it. Um, so then I sent final stems over to my producer and then he showed it to my friend for and I was so relieved when he was like, like <laughs> I was so relieved, and he's like, "Oh, this this sounds like, like, pretty good." I was like, "Oh my god, I didn't, I didn't butcher it. Thank goodness." Poggers, yeah, yeah, it sounded that's, great, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's how the Japanese version came to be. All right, that's Wow, cool. yeah.
0: Um, so can you tell me a little bit about your headspace while writing the song?
1: Mm, so, I'd say it was pretty on and off because, like when you're writing a song for a very long period of time, like, you go through these phases of like, oh, I love it, like, I could listen to this forever, at, like, 4 a.m. on loop until, like, how, however many days. And then that's immediately followed by, all oh, this song is shit, like, I'm like, what was I thinking when I was writing that part? I need to change it. So I think for this song, it was just a matter of that. But then when I started working on it with Ryan, Because when I work on songs with other people, it's like, on my own, it's like, oh, that's some shit. But then as soon as someone else says, like, oh, that's pretty good, it's like, yeah, it is. Hell yeah. Yeah, How did you say that? Yeah, (laughs) it is, actually. You're right. You're right. I don't know. It's it's something about, like, getting other people's approval that, like, sort of validates, like, your own craft, in a sense. Like, Like, you feel a tad more confident about it. So ever since I've been working with him on it, it's like, hell yeah, this is this is gonna be sick. And I think it turned out pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Cool. So what influences do you think you can hear on the track? Uh like most obvious is probably like anime music in general, the whole genre of mm-hmm. J Rock specifically. Um quite a few um, influences from like Japanese bands, like Linkin Park, Shibuya, Indigo, Ends. Like we probably haven't heard them, but like, oh, I, I love that stuff, man. Um, and then there's like with the grump part, there's like a few metal elements as well. Although I'm not, I'm not well versed enough in metal music to like to like throw any names out there. So. Um, but yeah, I'd say I'd like to think that it does take some influences for that. It's also, its own thing as well, and it, can, it has voice so that I can quickly stand on its own. If that makes sense, yeah. yeah, no, that makes sense. I get it. I get it.
0: Um, so, yeah, did
1: you... so, sorry, go ahead.
0: Right. so, did you do anything differently on this track that you didn't get to do on your last one, Stalemate?
1: Yeah, actually, um, because Stalemate was recorded live in the studio, so oh. It's pretty much one take, and then I was like, hey, this time we can, I can forget about it for a bit, while, while Ryan, he, he just he has his mixing magic. And then, yeah, so I, I got to like do that and forget about it for a long time, but with flaws, because we were all locked down at the time when we started like properly working on the track. It was like constant back and forth of, oh, actually, I think try this instead. was like, oh this is not good enough. You need to like my producer's good at like calling me out when I'm being lazy with recording Mm -hmm. music and stuff. Recording is one of the longest things that you can do and it's quite tiring. But he's he's good at calling me out. So it's like he'll say, No, you need to record that again, you're not putting enough energy into that. So it was like a lot of back and forth of like, okay, we need to make this as as epic as possible mm-hmm. so eventually it came to the point where it's like okay we just need to like set a date release it because this is getting ridiculous <laughs> it's just like the tiniest tweets that no one would even notice it unless it was us so yeah yeah that's that's how that all happens
0: right, so this one was mm-hmm. much more nitpicky yeah, yeah. all
1: right you can be yeah, like, that's so, speaking of your last single, Stalemate, you had a backwards version of it? Are you planning to do it with this one? Um, I don't think so, no, because well, the reason I did the backwards version was because um, Ryan was messing around with the, the track during, like, the lecture when he was bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. Um, and he just reversed it, and he thought it sounded cool, so he showed me, I was like, yeah, that pretty cool. So, it was like, is kind of like creepy vibes and i think it stands on its own as an instrumental track so i thought okay release that but with this track i think i don't know i have have a bad version of like releasing too many versions of different songs to the point Mm -hmm. where like i'm spreading my catalog so thin that people don't know what to listen to (laughs) um so i i think just having tracks on their own not reversed well there is an instrumental version i think you, you've got to appreciate like the bass solo and everything yeah side. definitely i think i think i think maybe three versions of the song is enough for now <laughs> <laughs> all right all right maybe in the future I get it. Right. okay cool cool cool
0: um so we always like to end off these type of interviews with asking if there's any future projects in the works but you already hinted at that concept album yeah. so are there more singles on the horizon for that can you tell us more about the album even though you already told us a ton about it
1: yeah. yeah um so no more singles coming out okay One hopefully around like late september october depending on how fast i can work and then yeah. the last single which we already have recorded because we also recorded it with um in the live session where we did still me it's going to come around november and then the album's going to launch around that time as well hopefully hopefully if um, if COVID decides to die anytime soon, that'd be great. Right. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, some, some stuff to look forward to. All right. Yeah, definitely. Hell
0: yeah. Um, oh. So that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug?
1: Ooh, plug. Support um, the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, if you haven't, go, go download and support. The Good Noise Fest, um, the Good Noise Fest Twenty Twenty compilation album, that's on Bandcamp. Yeah. And stay hydrated.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, stay hydrated.
0: Well, thank you for sitting down with us. This has been the Santa Modesty and We're the Only Podcast. You.